Welcome to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up with Colleen Biggs. Are you ready to lead without permission and take the steps needed to live your best life? Whether you want to start the business of your dreams or celebrate your present and future accomplishments, you're definitely in the right place. Now, here is your host, Colleen Biggs. Hey there, listeners, and welcome to the show this week. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending upon which time zone you're in. I wanted to welcome you to the show, which is Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up, and I'm your host, Colleen Biggs, and today... I'm joined by two beautiful women. First one's Heather Anderson, who is with me on Facebook Live. Heather, say hi to the guests. Hi, everybody. And then we also have Mallory Atkinson on the phone. Mallory, are you there? Yes, thank you for having me. Hey, Mallory. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Great. So in just a few minutes, Mallory, I'll introduce you to our guests. And then we will interview you first. So just hang on just for one quick second while I just get caught up with everybody on what's happening with Lead Up for Women. So let's see. Our next, thank you so much, Mallory. Our next event is going to be held on October 10th in Denver. And we just added uh, another really exciting guest. She is the franchise matchmaker. And she has coaching available for anyone who's looking to get into a franchise. And what she does is she matches you up with the exact franchise that's going to work for your personality, what you're looking as a lifestyle. And she does all of this free of charge to make sure that you have the right franchise for you. And coming from franchising, I am totally in love with how she has her business, how she runs her business. And her name is Carrie Ann Gulliver, and she's going to be joining us uh, at our panel October 10th, and she's going to be on the radio next week so you guys can hear more about her and her offers. So if any of you out there are thinking about owning a franchise, she's going to be your girl to connect with. Uh, I also am going to have a special co-host in the studio next week, Mr. Lorenzo Hickey. You guys have seen him before. I work with him with Shapeshift World. He helps me with social media and he helps me with our website and so many other wonderful pieces. And he predominantly works with women. So super excited to have him as my co-host. We're also going to have Teresa Snyder. She was the impact, the next impact finalist. I still don't know where she ended up. So I'd love to know if she won or if she got second place or third place. I'm super excited to talk with her. And then we have Kate Scudder. And Kate Scudder is a multi-six-figure coach and life coach. And there's so much that she does. And I'm super excited to have her on the show as well. So you guys have to make sure you tune in next week. And if you're listening right now on the Empowerment Channel, don't forget, you can slide on over to Facebook Live because all of our friends out there today are watching us live. And then you get to see the pretty room I'm in. I'm not in a studio today. So I'm housed at the Little Gym International. And we're going to talk a lot about that when we talk with Heather in a few minutes. But I wanted to get started with Mallory and welcome her to the show. Hey, Mallory. Hello, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Hey, so what I'm like most intrigued about you is when we were on the phone, you were talking to me about Sheer Structural, which is the company that you um, co-founded, and it's the only women-owned engineering firm in Georgia. Correct. All is that correct? Mm-hmm. Which I think is super impressive. Thank you. 
So um, I saw the photo of the office, and there's so much that you have is in your background, and so much that you've been able to do. Do you want to? Why don't we start out by just telling the listeners a little bit about you and your past and your story, and how you came to um, get an MBA um, at Georgia State and co-find Sheer Structural. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Um, so I'm, I'm a native Georgian, so I've lived here my whole life and just um, I love being in the South and being a part of this um, amazing culture that we have down here and um, went to Georgia Tech and got a more technical degree in construction. And so when I was starting my career out um, and working in the construction field, you know, you just start to kind of notice when you are... Um, one of the few, right? It starts to become more apparent when you're like, man, there's, there's not a lot of people that look like me in, in leadership roles. And there's not a lot of people that, that look like me that are, that are doing exciting things in the industry. But of course, as a, as a um, young professional and then the recession hit and, you know, kind of all craziness, all hell broke loose. Um, and so I was working in an engineering firm and hit, you know, as I think many of us do, a ceiling and decided to go back to school and get my MBA um, at Georgia State, like you mentioned, and just sort of kind of rethink about how the business of engineering works. Because uh-huh. I saw um, a little bit of a, of a hole, of a lacking hole, because in, in our industry, and when I say my industry, I mean architects, engineers, and contractors, um, in our industry, most people who own firms are technical professionals, so they have a designation after their name. They're a licensed engineer, they're a licensed architect, and there wasn't anybody mm-hmm. like me in a leadership role that was non-technical, um, that was more focused on the business. And so I got my MBA, I left the industry, went to go work in a tech startup, got this kind of crazy bug about working in technology and saw all the amazing things that are happening in the startup scene. Um, and decided to take that knowledge and come back into this industry and see what I could do to really help reshape how people think about running a business um, in, as an engineering company, how people think about women in leadership roles, and how people think about diversity. So that's how we got found Sheer Structural, which, as you mentioned, is um, the only all-women-done structural engineering firm in the state of Georgia, one of the few in the country. Um, yeah. And we started, let's see, Two years ago in August, so August of 2017, um, we started with three people. We're now up to nine full-time with four additional part-time, and we hit that one million revenue mark within our first year, which I know less than five, I think, percent of women-owned businesses hit ever. So it was very exciting for us, and it's been a really fun ride. So you're trailblazing the way for women. We appreciate that. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I know you chair um, a women's leadership initiative because when we spoke on the phone, you were very passionate about women and um, and the growth, and you're very aware of statistics. So tell me why you um, are on the chair of that uh, association and that initiative. What is your hope? Yeah, sure. Doing. Yeah, I think my hope again is to is to kind of show people that. If I can do it, you can do it. I think, again, when I was coming up in my career, when you start looking at people in leadership roles that you are like, I, you know, I want to do that. I want to do that. And when all those people are men and typically white men and typically old white men, you're kind of like, where do I fit in? 
You know, I'm, I, I do I have to wait 50 years to get here? You know, like what, what do I have to yeah. do? And and so, I mean, to me, in all honesty, it's just trying to change literally the per- perspective, the view of what leadership in our industry looks like. And yeah. like, like you said, this, I'm really into statistics, but like they're just statistics that came out this week about again in my industry, 90% of firm leadership are white and 83% are male. And like when you look at the statistics of how many people are working at these firms, they just don't match up. And so it's just the thing that we're constantly fighting that there's just this perception that, you know, the, the male comes up and goes into a leadership role and women mm-hmm. don't. And so it's, I want to kind of help show that a female run firm can be very successful. I appreciate you sharing that because I I know that's true and I'm reading um, a book right now from Melinda Gates and it's The Power of Lift, I believe it is. And her empowerment for women comes from her travels to Uganda and India, a lot of countries where there's uh, some severe poverty. And so her empowerment with women, she sees it from a completely different perspective than probably I think, Mallory, even you and I and Heather see it because we're in America. So we Mm -hmm. see the women empowerment really from a leadership role within owning your own business as a woman, the opportunities that exist for that, the doors that open, the doors that open in corporate America, where the glass ceiling sits. But she sees women empowerment from a family state because of women's rights with their families and their lack of contraceptives and being able to choose as a woman whether you want to have children or not and then the burdens of taking care of them and women that don't want to have children because they're so poor they can't take care of them or or have any hope for their future. So I look, I so look at women empowerment so different now from a, you know, a, a, a wider lens, I want to say, because in America, we have so many more opportunities that are available to women. Mallory, wouldn't you agree? Oh, of course. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah we sort of have that foundation, right? Yeah. Kind of hit that at least foundation. And now we, let's go from there. Right. So we have the foundation that's built. What do you think, um, just in your opinion, in for you building your business and being on this chair because you're having leadership initiatives that you're working on so that you can help other women along, what do you feel is one of the most important things a female can do to be able to take that next step in, in that role? Um, because I, I really... I really get, you know, the whole reason why Lead Up for Women exists is because we're stronger in a community. And it's really just about helping one woman at a time tap into her greatest strengths and powers so she can leave her mark on the world and not be afraid to negotiate a salary or be afraid to start the business that she wants to start and know that she has the strength to do that and be a mother if she's a mother and be a sister or an aunt or a leader in her school or community and women struggle with all those identities and needing to leave one behind or maybe feel like they're not giving one a hundred percent. So what do you yeah, feel is, um, is something to, yeah, go ahead, Mallory. Well, I was, I was just going to say exactly what you said is, is 
part of um, me chairing um, Women's Leadership Initiative is to help foster that sense of like local community because yeah. I do think that women have some incredible stories and we're not oh we don't always feel like we have a voice we don't always feel like we should share but in a safe place. You know, when you're talking with other women, it's amazing when you just start talking about an issue and you realize yeah. how many other people have also had this issue. And you hope that one person has had a successful, you know, they've been able to um, get around this issue or they've been able to, you know, negotiate a better salary at work or negotiate more flexibility. It's just that, you know, so a way for women to have safe conversations is, you know, a part of it. And that's part of what we do at, at Women's Leadership Initiative is just kind of help women communicate with each other um, and women that are, you know, in, in different places in their careers, women that are in different roles at their companies. And it's just such a great way. I think that's the one thing, the one benefit. Um, well, there's many benefits to being a woman, but, you know, another benefit is just we're typically we're good sharers with each other. And yeah. so, but sometimes we don't always feel like we can, or there's again, like if many women, they might be the only female in their company that does that role and it can be very lonely and you know mm-hmm. especially if you have somebody above you um who doesn't even might doesn't even understand what you're going through and who just doesn't again get your perspective so yeah. having that community that sense of community is really I think empowering and, and can help women really at any level yeah I agree. So, Mallory, have you always felt that confidence uh, being a woman in um, your roles, or did you gain that over time? Is there something, a hurdle you had to go through to get to this point, or were you raised that way? Did you have a mother that was in corporate America or an entrepreneur? No, um, my mom was a, a stay-at-home mom. I mean, she always had, like, side projects, and she was always doing part-time work. And But I, mm-hmm. you know, I think both of my parents were extremely supportive, and, and um, my dad is an entrepreneur, so I think that, that's partly where, where I got that bug from. Yeah. But I never felt growing up like I had ever had a feeling. And so, you know, to me, I was always you know, the kind of person who was, you know, captain of my lacrosse team and doing all this stuff. And then when I got into the professional world and I finally hit a ceiling about eight years into my career, it was shocking to me and like a lesson. And I was like, wait, 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 what? You're, you're not going to do this for me because what? And so that, you know, I kind of had to take a step back and reevaluate and, and I took a big long look at the industry and that's when I started I hadn't even never considered that there would be a ceiling, right? I mean, you hear stuff like, yeah, that'll never happen to me. And you hit it and you're just like, this is what people are talking about. And I started looking and started looking at my role, started looking at what other firm leadership looked like. And I was confronted with just the kind of glaring ugly truth that like there were, were not a lot of people like me. And Mm -hmm. so if I wanted to be in that role, which is what I wanted to do, that I would have to do it myself and I'd have to do it with my own company. It would be, it would be very difficult for me to find a company that would let me do it um, from the inside. And so that's, that's part of the reason why Sure Structural was founded is because, you know, how to do it, how to do it yourself. And I would probably say that many women feel the same way. They're just like, all right, you know, I guess I got to do it myself. Yeah. So I don't know if you've thought of this, but it just came to my mind. Um, You know, I feel that, uh, Girls and engineering is a big topic today 
either in the news or I've, I've, I've read it uh, in Forbes magazine. I've also seen it, um, you know, with toys that they're trying to create for girls. Uh, and and I, I talked with someone the other day in my community. She's a teacher. And in her engineering course that she runs in the high school, uh, it's a charter school, and she runs a very specific technology and engineering type uh, class. She has two girls out of all of the entire class, and they always, when they get together, the girls are always in the back, and they don't feel included. And I'm wondering if you've ever thought of putting together a group uh, for women, like a support group for women just in the engineering realm for, you know, like a committee or a leadership group for women that can uh, be part of that to feel like they can utilize your strength and where you've blazed to already, Mallory, to be able to feel like they're supported in that trek to be an engineer because yeah, the numbers are very yeah, low. Actually... Yeah, there's actually a group that I just learned about yesterday that's, that's exactly what they're doing, and they're just cre- launching a door-to-chapter, um, nice. and so that's, I'm definitely interested, and I already, I, you know, I met with a person who was part of that committee, and I was like, please send it to me and let me know, because I do think that's such an important part. Again, that's part of that yeah. community, specifically in engineering, and as a company, you know, we do a lot um, in STEM education in elementary schools and middle schools and high schools just to talk about what we do, yeah. because again, it's like, we want people to see that, hey, I'm, we might not look like the typical engineer that you're used to seeing, yeah. um, but this is what engineering looks like, and this is, you know, what leadership in engineering looks like, and yeah. And we do a lot, obviously, at the collegiate level as well. Um, but you really have to, you know, capture kids yeah. and get them excited. I mean, engineering is fun. I mean, like, I mean, so many kids play with Legos and they're used to building and they get that. And it's like, how do you sort of, you know, capitalize on that? And, and you know, we, again, as a company, try to do a lot of things just to get kids really excited about engineering. Because yeah. if they get excited about it, they'll be inspired. They'll continue to think about it and they'll use that as, you know, a tool in in their careers. Well, Mallory, we're going to run to a two-minute break. And when we get back, I'd love to learn about a little bit more about that committee and then how anyone that wants to get in contact with you can. So stay there. We'll be back in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. 
Are you a game changer in disguise? Are you tired of waking up every day saying, they soar like eagles and I'm stuck in the nest? Well, wonder no more. It's time to soar. Of the world's millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, almost all started with at least one unique idea. Join Crystal for a controversial look at triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a fun, financially free life with her successful guests. Listen to Soaring with Eagles on Voice America Empowerment and get ready to soar. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. Maybe. Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to Lead Up for Women, Speak Up to Lead Up. I'm your host, Colleen Biggs. And we were just talking with Mallory Atkinson with Share Structural. And she was telling us her story and sharing a little bit about a committee that she knows that just launched for women uh, in the engineering sector. Because we do know that there isn't a large female uh, presence in the engineering and uh, there's a huge push right now going on for that to, to not be the case moving forward. And I, I really just feel that whatever you desire, whether you're a little boy or a little girl, you should just pursue whatever career that is that you desire that lights you up, right? It really shouldn't be gender based. And, uh, and I, I think it's great that, that you, I mean, it's great that you had to co-find this business. Unfortunately, it's not great, Mallory, that you couldn't uh, find the position you were looking for uh, within that corporate America structure and you went to start your own business, but you've been extremely successful. So congratulations um, in that area for sure. So Mallory, did you want to talk to us a little bit about um, there are you do you feel comfortable sharing the committee that you that you heard is is around? Sure. For women? Yeah, I mean, I just yeah, I just heard about it yesterday, so I don't know that much about it, but it's just okay. called the SE3 Project. Okay. It's around um, engineering engagement and equity. So I think, you know, for for them, they're, they're starting to kind of feel out where they need. It's, it's a brand new organization, and they're just starting to kind of feel out exactly um, what they need to be focused on. Yeah. But, it's you know, just what you were saying and trying to get you know, specifically women in engineering. Um, yeah. There's also groups like the Society for Women in Engineering. You know, that's a wonderful, a well-run organization that's been around for a long time. They handle kind of all aspects 
of uh, women in engineering from like computer engineering to civil to mechanical. Um, and they, um, Society for Women Engineers is also have amazing statistics. So that's where, the, you know, they do, a, they're the ones that run a lot of the research about how many women, you know, started engineering, leave engineering, yeah. why they leave engineering. And so that's a good organization as well. Well, thank you for sharing that. I've asked Mallory to put some information in the comment section on our live video today on Facebook. And um, so, uh, and then she mentioned a lot about those today. Now, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, Mallory, to learn more um, about what you do or even uh, just reach out to you to, to be able to work with your company, how would they uh, reach you? Sure. Um, definitely check us out online. All of um, our contact information and social media is there. And that is sheer, S-H-E-A-R, structural.com. Um, that's probably the best place to find all that information. And I think I just put the comment on there. So it should be an easy place to find us. So for those of you that might not have heard on Facebook, that was Sheer Structural, S-H-E-A-R.com. And uh, you can go out and, and reach anyone in Mallory's office through there. And Mallory, um, before we end our interview with you, first of all, I'd love to say thank you so much for all the volunteer work you do, all the committees that you're on, the food banks, the women leadership. Um, thank you for giving back and, and um, being such an, a wonderful example to everyone uh, not just females, but to everyone. Um, if there's advice that you would give to a female out there today that maybe was in your situation years ago before you uh, founded Sheer Structural, what would you want to give her for advice? Um, some of the, when I when people ask me about, you know, what kind of advice you would give to, to anybody who's trying to start a business um, or trying to really take an, on a new role, um, yes. my advice is to tell the universe. So I think there's something really powerful and <laughs> kind of getting it out of yourself and being like, I want to do this. Like just saying it, saying it out loud, telling your partner, telling somebody at work, telling your friends. Yes. It's really amazing when you start to have these conversations of like, I want to start a business. And then someone's like, that's, so interesting. Tell me more about that. Maybe I know somebody that could help you. Maybe I have a connection that can help jumpstart you. And yeah. so I think sometimes as women, we kind of keep these things bottled up and, and don't tend to externalize the things that we want. And it's incredible to me when you just literally tell the universe how much the universe will give back to you. Um, and so that would be my advice. I love that. That supports everything Lead Up for Women is, Mallory. So thank you so much for that. When you say it out loud, you commit. And that's scared. Some people are scared. <laughs> I, I was literally talking to my brother-in-law last night. And he said, um, I want. And I was like, you will. And he's like, I will. And followed it up by saying what it is he will. And he was like, no, I can't say. And I was like, so because you're not ready to commit or what? Because the minute you say it out loud, we're all listening. And it's the truth. I think once you feel lighter, once you get it off your chest, and then when you say it out loud, then it becomes a focus. Other people hear you. And I love what you said, Mallory. That is absolutely great advice. Thank you so much again, Mallory. You are just such an awesome lady. I've really enjoyed getting to know you over the past several months. And uh, thank you again for being on today and, and for your example. Thank you so much for having me. You're awesome. Thanks, Mallory. All right, Facebook friends.
and the Empowerment Channel. We are here with Heather Anderson. And I don't even have to show her picture today to anybody (laughs) because she's sitting here next to me. So if any of you are curious as to who's with me today, all you have to do is run over to Facebook. Or, you know, you can always go out to our leadupforwomen.com page, which you guys should all go out there anyway and get our newsletter because how else are you going to know when we're having all these great events and all the luncheons coming up? We're down to two this year. Kind of sad. I need to get my... uh, scheduled together for next year business planning are you guys in business planning oh yeah every company (laughs) in the entire world i know right now is in business planning so heather welcome to the show thank you so much for having me appreciate it how long have we worked together well i've been here almost 12 years so 12 years yeah yeah so everyone knows i used to work at the legend international i left a few months ago to pursue lead up for women which has been up and launched since january it's just been a, a great wonderful um adventure for me and um right after um i departed from the little gym international heather was the director of marketing mm-hmm. correct and then Heather was promoted to VP of Operations. Yes. Are you still over marketing as yes. well? Yes. Yeah. So I've taken on operations in addition to marketing, which is really where I've spent the bulk of my career. So this is a whole new frontier. So you have no life <laughs> because you're very busy. Something like I that. I didn't have one before, but right. yes. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you tell our listeners, they've heard about the little gym, sure. but I want to focus on you today um, as a female, um, as a mother um, to her awesome, uh, she's a wife to her awesome husband, Ryan, um, who I know as well. But tell us a little bit about your story. So what did you want to be when you grew up? And did you think this would be where you ended up? Where did you go to college? What was, what's Heather's life look like? So <laughs> sure. people can get to know you. So, well, originally when I grew up, I wanted to be Barbara Walters. So once I got past that dream, (laughs) um, really, I think a lot of my enthusiasm for my career came from my dad. He was a creative director on Madison Avenue. He worked with a ton of big brands. Mm. And so I grew up really kind of surrounded by storyboards in our house and visiting commercial Mm. sets. And so when I grew up, I wanted to be my dad. I wanted to go into advertising, and I yeah. thought it was such an exciting world. And I have rarely met, I, I still today really haven't met anybody that's ever been as passionate about their career as my father has been. It, it really, he just like exudes passion for the advertising industry and for everything he's done and, and is so proud of it. And so I went to college really wanting to follow in his footsteps. And I did for a short time. I right out of college went to work for an advertising agency, um, more in the digital space. I started, unfortunately, in business development, which we quickly found that cold calls are not my thing, Um, especially being really young, starting out and calling up older People that are established in their careers. So I say like Mallory said, the <laughs> yeah. older white male. I was trying not to say that, uh, but yeah. No, you can say anything <laughs> like you want on this 22, show. 22, fresh out yeah. of school, trying to convince, yeah. you know, 45, 50-year-old men that they mm-hmm. should be using our services. And they're was, like, okay, yeah, call me back some yeah, other time. Or, yeah, a little bit of a shocking experience. Yeah. And so I also started my career right at the beginning of the recession, which, I, you know, I would highly recommend for anybody out there that's <laughs> looking to really leap start their career. Starting the recession is a really great time. Um, so I know a lot of other people face those challenges. Mm-hmm. So I, I was a part of those initial layoffs really early on yeah. um, when a lot of businesses, small businesses were struggling. 
And so that that was tough for me and a bit of a wake up call. But it really challenged me mm-hmm. to sit and think about what what is it that I want to do? Do I really want to be in this advertising space? Um, and what I had found while I was there was that I would get so invested in working in one brand mm-hmm. and the passion I had for that brand. And I wanted to stay in that world. And it was hard for me to bounce around and get to know all these different businesses um, and feel that same level of passion for all of them. And so as a part of the business development process, the little gym was one of the whales that we were trying to capture at the time. Yeah. And so that's really how I got to know the little gym. And as I started doing research when I was, you know, sitting at home, mm-hmm. unemployed. Um, unemployed. Yeah. Contemplating your life. Yeah. What you trying, do. Exactly. Sure. Saw that they had an opening here at the little gym. And yeah. so it, it was really just perfect timing. Um, and, so did you graduate your, then from college with yeah. a marketing degree? Yes. And then when you stepped into that that space, you were doing business development instead of managing the brand. Yeah, maybe exactly. For the companies. Yeah. Is that right? I mean, I don't know a lot about which was, marketing. It, so. Which was still a little bit on the marketing mm-hmm. side of it, just a different right. perspective on it. it. Um, but I, but I think I really knew at that point that I was much more interested mm-hmm. in kind of the consumer marketing angle. Yeah. Um, and so I started at the Little Gym International as a marketing coordinator. So I really have kind of held every role within yeah, the marketing right, realm. You have. Yeah. Because you uh, worked for Paul, right? Yeah, I worked so, for Paul Dickinson, yeah. hired me, so who worked, was yeah. a fantastic mentor. Mm-hmm. So I, I think I've been really lucky throughout yes. my career to have really wonderful mentors as yeah. well um, with, with each of my supervisors and have yeah. really tried to learn as much as possible from them um, and soak up as much as I could from each person that I've encountered. I love that you say that because I think it's important for everyone to remember some of my most favorite mentors and sponsors throughout my career have been males and we need more of them because I it's the it's everyone's playing in the playground together and we're all um, we all bring something different to the table and we just have different strengths Mm -hmm. uh, each one of us each person but then female to male and we bring something different to the table and I love it when males recognize that and they're not threatened by that but they embrace it Mm -hmm. and then help um, the females along Um, And it's unfortunate that we live in a world where it's not the females that are helping the males along, um, but we are fortunate to be able to live in the United States with the freedoms that we do have and how far we've been able to come as women regardless. And I'm glad that you mentioned that, Heather, because were you planning on getting married and having a family? And was that always your goal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So did, were you attracted to the Little Gym then because it's four months to 12 years of age of, of an enrichment program that they offer? Was it more of the position? Yeah, I guess it was a combination. I, I really was excited by the position. I was excited by the company, just getting a chance mm-hmm. to initially get to know everybody and everything I read. And, and I think I did sense that there was this deeper purpose, this deeper sense of community and giving back not just to the local community, but really globally to the world. And, and so I, I felt really passionate early on about the cause and the mission and everything that, that we do both to help children and to help franchise owners as well. Um, so there, there was a lot there that was really easy to love from day one. 
Yeah. So the Little Gym International um, and the brand itself, do you want to explain a little bit to our listeners what's the Little Gym? Sure. Yeah. So so the Little Gym is all physical enrichment programs, and we start as early as four months of age. We go up to age 12, really helping children to develop the confidence and the skills that they need at each stage of childhood. And we have a really amazing curriculum, mm-hmm. uh, really amazing program. But what's great about it is we, we call our program serious fun. It's kind of this playful juxtaposition mm-hmm. that the kids are learning real serious skills when they're coming, mm-hmm. things that are going to benefit them in the classroom, mm-hmm. on classroom, on the playground, really wherever they go in life. But they just see it as fun. They're just excited mm-hmm. to come hang out with their favorite instructors, hang out with their friends, go on these different imaginative adventures. So it really, I think, we're just trying to bring magic to their lives mm-hmm. each time they come into class um, for that one hour a week. And then mm-hmm. they, they go back out and are really able to take all these traits with them and all these skills that they've learned. Yeah. So they're life skills. Yeah. So building that confidence, having that body awareness. Um, like I said, I worked here for a long time, so I'm familiar with the brand. It's absolutely one of my most favorite things. I had the for I had the fortune to be able to work with the individual franchisees in building their companies and launching them, which was my passion. Uh, and that was about them bringing the little gym to every state, every city, and for that small that couple or that family to own their own business and be able to give back to the community and really feel good about a business that they were running, that they were giving back, that was providing their family um, as well as enriching their family and their children and the community around them, which really is who we attract, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, the Little Gym attracts those types of individuals that want to give back and be part of the community. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Good people. Good people. Yeah, the little gym is full of good people. (laughs) And uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to run a break because we've got to take another two-minute break. And then when we get back, I want to talk more to Heather about her role and um, how she sees her role here at the little gym, how that that works into her personal life with being a mother, and uh, advice that she has for, for other girls out there and for women out there that want to be able to hold this type of position in a large um, corporate company. Sure. So we'll be right back with Heather in just two minutes. You guys stay with us. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you could do anything you wanted for work, what would that be? Do you feel that you are tapping into your greatest potential as a leader in business? What are you waiting for? Lead Up For Women is the perfect organization for you to meet other women that are either at the same crossroads and understand your struggles, or they have paved the way for you to move past those hurdles quickly. Lead Up For Women provides the platform for women to connect, influence, and lead. The world needs you to be the most confident you because you just might be the one that changes the world and you don't even know it yet. Remember, there is only one you that has ever been, and there is only one you that will ever be. So be you and be strong. Join us today at leadupforwomen.com. The White House doctor makes house calls. 
Listen every week for House Calls with Dr. Connie Mariano. Dr. Connie has served as the White House physician under three U.S. presidents. Now she joins the Voice America Empowerment Channel to help you enrich yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Our guests will include professionals from a variety of fields who will bring you tips that you can apply to your own life. Listen for House Calls with Dr. Connie every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at voiceamericaempowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at leadupforwomen.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey there, listeners. We're back. I don't know what just happened there on that commercial, but we are back and you are listening to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up. I'm your host, Colleen Bakes, and I am here with Heather Anderson from the Little Gym International. Hi. And you guys have been listening to her story um, about marketing, and she did not like cold calling, and that was not her thing, and now she manages the brand for the Little Gym International and has been here for 12 years. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. She's staring at me going, oh my God. And I just want to ask you, I I know, I'm just going to ask you a question. What is your favorite part of being the VP of operations for the Little Gym International? What's your favorite, like what resonates with you or makes your heart just sing or what is it? Okay, so there's two. So one is internal, so it's the people. Um, I think it's really important that you are excited to get out of bed every day and come to work. And the people I work with are really, I think, the driving reason that I'm super excited Mm -hmm. to come into the office and see all of our best friends. And I think everybody is so passionate and so aligned with what we want to do Mm -hmm. and what what we believe this business can be and how we want to give back to communities and to our franchise owners. And so it's really cool to work with such a wonderful group of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the other thing that kind of drives me is, or or does drive me, is being able to work with the franchise owners. So it's people on both aspects, Mm -hmm. really, Um, and and being able to help them and see their success and Mm -hmm. see the rewards of all of the hard work of everybody here and, and how that uh, has an impact on their lives and mm-hmm. everything that they're doing. So I know the little gym um, talks a lot about um, belief in being a family. Mm-hmm. And that extends all the way down the line to the employees that work for the franchisees, the families, the kids that come into the gyms. Talk a little bit about that. About oh, yeah. how you guys are a family. Oh, absolutely. Top yeah. all the way down. It's, it's it's funny because I think if you're coming in from the outside, it might sound a little bit trite sometimes. And I know a lot of companies say we are a family, but I've I've never felt it more than I felt mm-hmm. it here at this company. And I, I think everybody 
you know, really cares for each other. And families are not always functional. Um, and so certainly I think Mm-mm. we we are able to respect, we respect each other. And so I the think- The hard conversations yeah, are good conversations. Exactly. Yeah. And, and everybody is, again, kind of marching in the same direction and, and has the same end goals. And so I think everybody really respects each other from that perspective. But you also get to know each other's families. Mm-hmm. I, I know your family really well. Mm-hmm. I, I know everybody's family really well mm-hmm. and their children. And they just become a part of- this mm-hmm. larger organization. And, and because we are a, a kid-focused business, it's great that I could bring my family in for yeah. for different elements. I mean, my child mm-hmm. has been free labor in a lot of our advertising yes. shoots. And so mm-hmm. I've kind of immortalized her in marketing materials mm-hmm. um, along with many other people's uh, children here as well. That's right. She joined us in the construction when <laughs> yeah. this office yeah. was being built. Yeah. And uh, we've been on around. dates with her. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my husband knows her very well uh, as well. So talk a little bit about your daughter mm-hmm. and your husband and what your you and Ryan really want for her. Talk talk a little bit about. Yeah, I think I think we we want her to feel loved and and to know I think we want to instill the confidence that she can be or do mm-hmm. anything she wants and I, I think one of the things I love about my husband and that I've really seen shine through in him is he is so passionate about wanting to expose her to as many experiences as possible and that whatever she shows the slightest inkling in he wants to go full steam ahead to be able to help that dream come true and to help her no have those experiences, no matter yeah. what it is, yeah. he just he wants her to feel excitement and mm-hmm. feel passion and whatever her thoughts or dreams or hopes maybe. And keep in mind, our child is three, so you know she <laughs> right now her hopes and thoughts and dreams are like I want to hug a bear, mm-hmm. um, but he wants to do whatever he can to make that happen. And I think we we've talked a lot about how that will continue through as she grows up and as mm-hmm. our family grows. Um, how we want to continue to to make sure whatever passions or experiences mm-hmm. that they want to have that we're able to help them to achieve that. And how have you seen the little gym affect her life from like a physical standpoint, you know, from her attending? Yeah, I, I think it really I have been able to see the confidence that it's instilled mm-hmm. in her um, physical abilities, certainly. And it's funny because we we go to the playground or we go on play dates mm-hmm. and she's a little daredevil, which she 100% gets from my husband. Um, and I, I often almost have to apologize to the other parents because I feel like she's almost setting a bad example, but I know she can do the things that she wants to do. I have full confidence that if she wants to jump off, mm-hmm. you know, that ledge, I know she can land on her two feet and she's mm-hmm. going to be fine. And then other children try to follow suit and it's, it's not a great situation, so I, I sometimes need to pull her back a little bit just in front of others of, I'm sorry, my child's not being a, a great role model for, for your but child. She's, <laughs> but, she, but I know she can do it. To, yeah. It's a good way to sell the little gym. And yeah. say, but if your child actually attended the yeah. little gym. She too can land on right. her two feet as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing about the little gym that is just deep-seated in me was every every all of us have to take risks. We all are going to have to take risks at some point. So that risk is either going to be on the playground. It's going to be we're going to have successes and failures and how those are looked at and how those motivate you to move forward. That if you're failure and then you regress backwards versus that failure is seen as strength and growth and a course correction. And then you use that as fuel to launch you forward is the difference of how children are exposed to things when they're young. Mm -hmm. And same with engineering, because if she wanted to go into engineering, obviously Mallory is a great example of that. 
And it sounds like you and Ryan would support her in Absolutely. that. And that's the one thing about the little gym that I love the most is they're all, they're going to have to take those risks. And do you want them to do that when they're young, when they can they can understand it and you can explain it to them? Or do you want them to, to have those failures because they've never been able to to really feel it because you've kept them from taking those risks and then now they have to feel it when they're older and not something that they grew up with. Yeah, I think ultimately know? that that's what's going to build confidence. Mm-hmm. Confidence isn't built by just succeeding. I think that sets a false sense of self. Confidence of is built course. by failing yes. over and over and over again. That's yeah. what makes you want to be better. Yeah. Getting fired was a great experience for me. That's what made me Correct. want to be better and yeah. want to excel and want to work my tail feathers off. Right in order to be successful because I had that fear of not wanting to be sitting at home looking for another job. <laughs> I love that you said tail feathers because I forgot to mention that Heather's a a cat lover. A, a, cr- a critter lover. Just a critter lover. <laughs> and she loves images of critters yeah. and anything else that has to do with critters. You have how many cats? Yeah. We, we have two. Two but cats, I, yeah. Yeah, I have a poster on my wall of a... Um, a pirate giraffe riding a shark saying onward. So it's my motivational take on signage. That's awesome. <laughs> and they're like, and she's ahead of the brand for your company. I'm not really sure they where those two things one, come together. But yeah. No, but it's imagination, which I think yeah. is wonderful. So um, all of our listeners out there, I want them to understand that this is global. So yes. you're in how many countries? Go ahead and give whatever stats we, you've got. Sure. So we, we are it. in, I think, 33 countries now, yeah. 430 locations-ish worldwide. Okay. Um, so about half of those are domestic here in the U.S. Wonderful. And then, then the, the rest spread out throughout the globe. Yeah. So pretty much anywhere you're listening from, there's probably a yes. little gym in your area. Yeah. So how would our listeners get in touch with the little gym and what, what is offered for them when they reach out to a little gym? I know yeah. some of them have offers. Yeah, a lot of locations offer some kind of trial class so that okay. you can go in and, and try the program. Uh, but r- really the best place to start is to go to the website, thelittlegym.com, okay. and you can find your nearest location. And, and there's a list of all the global locations mm-hmm. there as well, or you can search um, by your postal code mm-hmm. and, and see kind of which, which one is closest to your home. Mm-hmm. Great. So you guys got that, thelittlegym.com. Is there a phone number? Probably not. That per per location. Yeah. So yeah, I would per say location. start start with the website so you could find your nearest gym, and then and then oh, yeah, from there your zip code, yeah, your country, exactly, okay. and, and then from there it'll take you to what what's your closest gym right. and what's their address, yeah. phone number, all their good contact information. Yeah, and we're at the corporate office, so we're here in Scottsdale, Arizona, which is where the corporate office is for the little gym, but they also have another um, one in Europe that they have a corporate office out there in Europe and um, there's several others in other countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, China, they have how many now? Oh, got over a hundred, I think. Way has over a hundred. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. So he's fantastic. It's just what I love about the product and is that children, they're able to speak the same language and they need the same nurturing. They need um, all of the same confidence building tactics that the little gym uses Mm -hmm. for them to be successful in their life so I say give them the best start you possibly can and they do not need to be walking because they are so much that they're learning at four months of age and just this tummy time and their body awareness and spatial awareness yeah and and it's it's so much for the little ones it's also so much for mom it's so important early in that stage, especially for first-time mothers, to have that community and that mm-hmm. network and that opportunity to get out of the house and meet with other parents that are 
going through the same things and yeah. experiencing the same excitement, the same challenges. And, yeah. and so it, it really does become such an important part of that, that community feel. It does. Yeah, you're right. So last question. Yeah. What would you, what advice would you give for any woman that's sitting in corporate America? Maybe she has this aspirations to grow at the corporate ladder because that's where you are. You're in corporate America. Um, what would you give her for advice for maybe she needs to step into that CEO's office or really wants to do something more? What, what would you give her for advice? I would say set big goals. I, I think you will never grow if you don't force yourself to step outside your comfort zone. And so I, I think for Get me, comfortable that's, being uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think for me, I've, I've, I've never felt that comfortable feeling because I've, I've always believed that there, there's more that I can learn. There's more that I can do especially in the marketing space coming from that angle, it, yeah. it's changing so fast every day. So you, you can never know enough and you can never know everything. Right. Um, but I, I think continuing to push yourself to set those really big, scary goals, kind of back to what Mallory said of putting mm-hmm. it out in the universe. Um, if, if you don't force yourself to be a little uncomfortable, then you're never going to change. It's just going to be status quo. Yeah. So if you're comfortable, you're not stretching far enough. Yeah. So just take that first step and get it out in the universe. And then like Heather said, set the goal and write it down. And then really just follow up with that and just be confident with yourself. The statistics show that uh, 85% of men will apply for a position that they're not qualified for. Women will not apply apply for a position if they're not at least 85 to 90% qualified. But men can be 15% qualified and they'll still go after the position. So it just goes to show that women... We have got to believe in ourselves and stop limiting ourselves between our own two ears and believe that anything's possible because at the Little Gym International, that's what you're teaching for these children. That's what you're teaching Harper, Mm -hmm. which we didn't even say her name, but that is her (laughs) name, and she is absolutely adorable. And if you want to check out Heather, I'm sure you can find her on LinkedIn, Mm -hmm. Heather Anderson. She's out there on LinkedIn um, and on Facebook. You guys can go find her, and we'll put the information in the comments section out there as well about how you can find a local little gym near you. Awesome. Heather, thanks for joining Thank me today. Thank you so much it's for so having much me. Fun. It was. <laughs> it's nice to be back in my own stomping yeah. ground with my business oh. to be able to interview the powerful women that exist here. Well, only mess your so. face around here. So oh, it's been nice I, to have you this week. It's been week. really nice. <laughs> I'm like at home all the time just by myself. So this is really great <laughs> to be able to be with my old friends and to be around. It's been awesome. So just one last comment for all of you. Don't forget next week on Wednesday, October 2nd, uh, we have Teresa Snyder, Carrie Ann Gulliver, and Kate Scudder, and uh, my co-host. Lorenzo Hickey but I want all of you women out there to remember and gentlemen that are listening you are the only you that has ever been and you are the only you that will ever be what does that mean you have the power to write your story moving forward pick up the pen say it to the universe write down your goals and take the first step and until then have a great week and we'll talk with you guys next week it was awesome you having you join us today take care you guys bye Thank you for joining us for Lead Up for Women. Speak up to lead up. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Colleen Biggs, next Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk more next week.